0: Okay. All right. Hey, guys, welcome to another episode of The Zach Franklin Show. Joining me today is Kristen from Empire Flippers. Uh, Before we get started, a couple big announcements. So we just released uh, AMZ Kung Fu, which is a new software to help uh, mostly Chinese sellers. But if you're tuning in from all over the world, you can use it, too to figure out what will sell, what will work, how you can fix your packaging, your product, your brand name, etc., and test it with real people before you invest thousands of dollars into your packaging, products, trademarks, everything else. You'll know what will work before you actually get it made. Um, So I think that that's great. Uh, Other stuff going on. Let me see, I'm back in Bangkok. Uh, some friends from Shenzhen are, are coming, so it's been super fun. And it is rainy season, so it has been absolutely pouring for like the last 40 days. But um, yeah, Kristen, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Zach. You're talking about uh, the weather changing over in, uh, over in Thailand and... Pretty much the week after you uh you left uh Paris, it uh, ended up starting to go into the autumn season, and uh, it's uh, getting cold here. So I might have to come and visit. And sounds like it's uh the heat would be great right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, come on out. Yeah, so tell us uh, a little bit. How are things going at Empire Flippers?
1: Yeah, so um, we're coming into quarter four, which is. Uh, usually our busiest period we've uh, we've been quite busy actually um i i think that a lot of sort of sellers out there that are looking to potentially sell they might think that so the market's not really moving um as much as it was like 12 months ago um in a sense that is true but uh there is definitely still deals moving um and there's definitely still a lot of activity um from both buyers and sellers so it is um yeah, coming into quarter four, it's going to be very interesting um, with everything that's going on in macroeconomic environments and just uh, the way that aggregators are looking at businesses now and and so forth. So it is a definitely an interesting time uh, for the mm-hmm. for the merger uh, and acquisition space.
0: <laughs> yeah, so you know I'm on Empire Flippers all the time. I'm talking with you guys all the time. Um, and it does look like some things are still moving, maybe not as much as before, but um, has there been any recent success stories? anyone recently go and sell an Amazon FBA business, even though everyone thinks, you know, that world is falling apart, aggregators are not buying all this stuff? Um, are things still moving?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so just to give you a couple of, like, uh, points of note in terms of deals that have sold in sort of in the last six months. So, um, and I sort of pulled out a, a bit of a range of different uh, FBAs in terms of uh, pricing, um, just to give you an idea that, you know, overall there's still certainly activity going on, but uh, there's caveats to, to, you know, the acquisitions that are happening. So, you know, we had a homeware uh, FBA sold uh, for seven hundred forty thousand. Sold in twenty nine days, so from listing to accepted offer, um, it was twenty nine days. Sale multiple was four times annual. Uh, or if you're looking at the Empire Flippers uh, marketplace, it's yeah, in a monthly 48. multiple, so forty eight. Um, and the listing multiple was forty eight, so it sold. It listed and sold at the same multiple. We had a Kitchenware FBA uh, that sold for 330000 that closed in 32 days. The uh, listing multiple was 48 and the sale multiple was 46, so very close to the mark. And then we had a, a sports equipment uh, FBA um, at $1.6 That sold in 30 days um, and the listing multiple was 55 times, which is a little over four times uh, annual and and the, and the sales multiple was 48. So I wanted to sort of bring that one up in particular because what we're seeing right now is essentially if you're looking to sell an FBA over four times annual, at the moment we're just not seeing that. Um, 12 months ago, sure, but all the data and all the feedback that we've had from aggregators and our previous sales data for six months really it's it's not like it was 12 months ago if you're looking to sell it for more than four times and even at four times it, it has to be ticking 10 out of 10 boxes for to to ask for a four times annual so mm. that's sort of you know deals are still moving um the most important thing though is that if you if you've got a i guess it's an average fba then you really need to you know, consider Consider your expectations in terms of what you might be able to get to um, for, for, the, for the actual sale because if you're looking for four times, you know, you've got to have at least 25% net profit margin. It has to be year-on-year growth. Um, advertising costs need to be sort of stabilised. Brand needs to be there. Uh, moats around branding uh, sorry reviews and ratings need to be there so everything needs to be ticking the boxes if you're gonna try and get four times in, in this market at the moment so that sort of gives you a bit of a sense of what what's uh what's happening for fba deals anyway
0: yeah i think that's uh you know that's great that people are still able to go and sell and is it mostly aggregators that are still buying um is it mostly private market, private buyers, uh, you know, who who's buying some of those that you just brought up?
1: Yeah. So what we are seeing, and just to sort of back up some of this, uh, you know, what I'm saying with actual data, because um, with Empire Flippers, you know, we, we have a very good uh, understanding of the data metrics around, uh, around our sales and unlocks and stuff. So, What we are seeing is that overall um, unlocks, so for those who don't know what an unlock is, any business that's on our marketplace, a buyer can only unlock and see the information about the business if they've proven that they have the financial capacity to buy that business. So if you have a million-dollar business, the only only potential buyers that can see that have to prove that they have at least a million dollars to be able to buy the business. Mm -hmm. So what we're seeing is that overall in the past six months, the number of unlocks of a million dollars and above, has there's been about 1,400 unlocks. However, that is down about 6% from Mm -hmm. the previous six months. And then the unlocks between 300,000 and 1 million is about 2,800. And that's actually about a 20% increase. So what we're seeing is that there's a lot of interest in you know, in businesses that are just sort of between the 300 to a million mark, and a little bit less, um, I guess you could say, activity for million-dollar-plus deals. So what mm-hmm. we are typically seeing is that the aggregators that are still making acquisitions, they're making acquisitions, but they're being very, very selective about what they're choosing. So yes, aggregators are still buying, they're being a lot more selective. And we're actually finding that there's sort of a, more of a private buyer, private equity sort of uh, type of buyer for businesses under a million dollars. And we are seeing more interest in the, much higher range of like five million plus um, in acquisitions because they're you know doing less volume or making less acquisitions in that sense. So don't want to you know go go big or go home. Essentially, mm-hmm. that's what we're seeing anyway.
0: Yeah, that's some really really good information. Can you share maybe which aggregators are most active or are looking uh, for deals or which ones maybe started buying less uh, I don't know if that's you know too sensitive I
1: actually I actually wouldn't be able to I mean I, I wouldn't be able to see all of that data um I mean I can generally say that uh, we we're because there's less competition now for because 12 months ago it was just a, a it was just a land grab right yeah. so yeah. yeah the bigger the bigger budgets the bigger aggregators they typically were the ones that you know, we're able to or willing to pay more. Now that's not so much the case. So we are starting to see sort of second and third tier aggregators um, get get a shot essentially at actually at actually buying businesses. So you know, and we are seeing a, a bit of a, a bit more interest in international aggregators. So meaning outside the US, uh, which is very interesting. Um, but yeah, overall, like if if I could tell you the names, I could, but uh, I don't have that data in front of me. So
0: Yeah, know where it is. And yeah, I'm looking at the right. uh, Empire Flippers score court uh, scoreboard. Uh, so anyone that is taking a look at EF for the first time, uh, they make a lot of really cool data available. So they show you what's the average sale multiple right now for the pricing period for 12 months, overall sales volume, So you can see how much they're selling per month and you guys have sold a lot. What is that? Jesus. Yeah. So I mean, just $1 to... billion dollars of business sold.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I, I think it's like in a general sense, like when I'm talking, cause I talk to a lot of sellers uh, every week, and what what the the key sort of things that are coming out here is like you know questions around uh, like are are people still buying businesses uh, what what's the time frame look like uh, should i should I hold off for another three to six months and and let their business grow? these sorts of questions. Mm-hmm. So you know overall, I would say that if you are you know if you have been thinking about selling your FBA business, the first thing is, um, like, w- where we've seen, you know, 12 months ago, there was yeah. like a land grab and an and overinflation of, 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 of the market, right? So now it's really just come back down to what we would consider reality in terms of just a business overall. But what hasn't been factored in yet is the cost of, you know, credit and, and debt and actually, you know, acquisit- you know the, the capital to make acquisitions. So, you know, then this is just my personal opinion. This isn't uh, a reflection of what uh, Empire Flippers mm-hmm. is thinking, but, you know, from my finance and accounting background and understanding general economics, I can see that there's probably going to be another 10 to 15% reduction over the next 12 months for overall valuations for for. Mm-hmm. Ecom and NFBA businesses. So, you know, it, it's kind of this interesting time where there's there hasn't been a lot of like panic sellers, like people just being like trying to sell their business and offload it. And there's mm-hmm. still and there's still a lot of activity happening. But in six to twelve months' time, that may be the complete opposite. There might be a lot of sellers trying to you know panic sell. And a lot of acquirers that are, you know, not making as many uh, acquisitions. So, if you really are thinking about potentially selling a uh, FBA business, it's kind of now, or, or it's kind of now or in three years' time, pretty much. So, that's uh, that's generally what uh, what's been going on. Um, and again, like just setting expectations. Like, if you've got a business that's on a year-on-year decline, or you've had stockout issues, or you know, you've got squeezing margins, that sort of stuff. Like you really need to set your expectations around not getting the higher end of the market because that's not, that's not the case anymore.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think, uh, yeah, it's important. Anyone that is considering selling at some point, uh, you guys should just talk with, you know, Kristen, talk with Empire Flippers now because, You know, I know a lot of people that have waited and waited and waited until they thought everything was ready with a little bow on it. And then they realize like, oh, there's stuff I could have done a year ago that I could have uh, done and increased my valuation like significantly. Uh, People like Kristen and Empire Flippers are in these types of businesses every day seeing what people can do better, how you can present it in a nicer way and what you guys should be doing now. Or even if you can sell it or not. You know, people think, "Oh, I can sell this. Like, this is going to be great." They get all the way to the end, realize no one would want to buy this business. Um, there's a lot of stuff that you want to yeah. figure out as soon as you can, and there's basically no downside to talking with Empire Flippers. Uh, they're a great company. They sold my company in four days. Um, you know, I've sent it's a lot so of people days. there. Wow, way. four days it's a bit
1: longer than that. Yeah, Absolutely
0: well, okay. I mean the vetting felt like it took a while, but that's just because I was doing so many freaking spreadsheets. <laughs> but at the end of the day, as soon as it went live, it got a lot of interest, and then like, boom, uh, sold immediately. Um,
1: yeah, it's interesting and- you say that around uh, around the um, the businesses that like. So there are there are ecom FBA businesses um, that you know make a really you know make really good money. Really, really good money, um, but then when it comes to actually selling it, it's it's essentially not sellable. And I'll give you a couple of examples of that, like uh, resellers, uh, a retail arbitrage. Like if you're doing that well, like you can make some really good money. Um, however, when it comes to selling it, there's really it's a really limited buyer pool for that type of business. And also, you know, if you sort of know what's kind of going on with uh, Amazon. They're really starting to trying to restrict the the restrict the brand brand side Mm. of things. So, you know, there's a lot of risk there. Or in general, you know, you've got a bunch of different products and make really good margins that are, you know, fundamentally good, but the brand itself and just the whole business itself is just sort of all over the place. So, you know, and and this in this current environment, you just like brand and community and having something that stands out uh, in the marketplace is, is super important. You can still sell it, but, you know, you'd be selling it for below market value um, and and really shooting yourself in the foot in that sense. But yeah. um, but one thing I would point out here is that, you know, Empire Flips is sort of generally known for FBA and e-com, but, uh, I mean, we've had some really really big wins in the content and affiliate space in the past uh in the past six months um and we are finding almost the opposite for for anything that's not that doesn't have supply chain or Mm -hmm. or uh or physical products so you know content and affiliate sites that's uh really really taken off at the moment we we're we're selling them like um hot pancakes at this point yeah
0: yeah that's great and if you do have an FBA business and you're not really interested in selling it, but you are wondering how can you get more traffic? How can you kind of develop that further? Sometimes, you know, a bolt on acquisition of a content and affiliate site in your niche gives you access to a ton of customers and a ton of traffic immediately for your products. Um, Absolutely. It make a lot of sense. And there are a lot of ways to maybe finance that acquisition that might make it you know, easy for you to actually do, and it can really add some traffic. You guys have a lot of good stuff on the marketplace. Um, And, you know, if you're on the marketplace and you maybe can't see which businesses, you know, they might be an affiliate site, but you don't know if it really matches up with your market, you can talk with Empire Flippers and say, hey, I'm looking for something, this is my product, I'm looking for this type of audience, And this type of business, they can help you find it because they can actually see everything on the marketplace. Um, Otherwise, you might have to do a lot of hunting around and, you know, uh, unlocking different businesses, showing your liquidity, stuff like that. But if you talk with the app, they can help you find stuff you might actually want to buy because it might actually be, you know, a little more of a buyer's market right now. You can actually find some cool stuff as well.
1: Yeah, definitely. On that point, uh, we actually are seeing uh, a lot of cross-pollination of monetizations, like you said. So we are really starting to see like a bolt-on of a content site for for an e-com business or an FBA business being bought for someone to be able to sort of go into Walmart uh, as a traffic, uh, as a sales channel or, you know, Mm -hmm. build out a a traditional uh, e-commerce business. Or you know, drop shipping business um, that's been purchased to to go and do three PL and and set up a three PL instead of just drop shipping directly from the supplier. So we are seeing a lot of cross pollination at this point, and that is a lot of those sort of more private buyers that are looking to you know make some strategic plays in that sense. So it is a very interesting time indeed, but um. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean overall um deals are still moving. There is uh you know there's still plenty of activity. There's always going to be activity um regardless of what's going on mm-hmm. in the marketplace. It's just around the expectation of what what you're uh, looking to get um because it's not it's not what it was 12 months ago. Um and mm-hmm. it's probably going to get more challenging in the next 12 months.
0: But you know, when we look at it on a Longer term scale, you know, looking back maybe 2017, 2018, the multiples you could get for an Amazon business were, you know, half of what they are even now. You know, it's like,
1: mm, that is true.
0: Like, oh my God, I could get 1.8 or like 2.4. And now we're talking about, oh no, maybe four years' uh, multiple is, is too low okay. or is, yeah. you know, but that's still way better than it was in the past and i think that you know amazon business has a lot of ups and downs a lot of uh, you know potential for you to just wake up and your business is dead one day i would much rather kind of take the money and run and get four years worth of profit and build something else um yeah yeah doing, um you know you make 50 percent of the money from the business on the day you sell, I think you know uh, people that are maybe not super interested in selling. You know, maybe figure out why that is. Maybe talk with Empire Flippers. See, and when you go through the valuation tool, which you can do at empireflipperscom Zach, you might be like, "Wow, I could use an extra half million dollars, or you know, an extra three million dollars, or something." Um, especially you know the world's getting a little more uncertain have some certainty get some cash and uh you'll be able to do a lot of different things with it so i had a great time selling with EF. i've a great time hanging out with the team wherever i am in the world so
1: yeah uh i'm still working on trying to get to uh, affiliate world uh in bangkok but uh if if greg's watching this give me a ticket greg <laughs>
0: Or Chad Wilson or Andrew or anyone else that can do that. Um, So, yeah, we're going to keep this one short and sweet. I think uh, a lot of really good information shared, especially, uh, you know, just the examples that things are selling. Things, uh, you know, are able to sell in under a month, like you said, or between one or two months. Uh, Forex multiple, I think, is still great for an Amazon uh, business. And like you said, the macro economic environment is changing rapidly and not really in a in a great way for a lot of people So even if you missed kind of the, the season of the seller as we called it last year, uh, there's still time for you to actually sell your business make a lot of money before you know anything does get worse or you need to wait for years So sometimes it's it's good to take the sure thing and sell and even if you don't know, Uh, If you want to sell or not, you should still talk with them because they're going to be able to advise you on what you should be doing now. So that if you do want to sell in a year, two year, three year, uh, you know, you'll be ready to do so.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Just two last points that I want to bring up. So first point is like I think sometimes people are hesitant to come and talk to us because they think that we're just wanting to get them. Listed on our marketplace, and that we're driven by like individual KPIs. One thing I can absolutely tell you is that us as a company, we've made a very strong focus in the last six months to only list really good quality businesses that we absolutely know we can sell. So you know we are being very selective in that sense. And you'll actually see if you know if you're at list if you're on our newsletter that there was a, a few periods there where. We didn't have a lot of listings and that's because we were, businesses that we would have listed in the past were just not listing now because it's just we're focusing on quality. The other thing that I would say um, is that you know, reasons why most people want to sell their business, usually it's because they actually hit a limit of their capacity of skill or financial capacity to go and, and grow further. So they've hit a, hit a plateau and they need to either sell or you know, take on a whole another Take on a whole another, you know, realm of of uh, complexity and, and financial uh, commitment. The other reason that people will sell is because there's another opportunity for them um, that they need to cash flow uh, uh, to be able to fund. Sorry, and uh, taking it on from there. Or, um, the, or the other reason is that you know things are just going completely south, and they just want to uh, offload it as quickly as possible, um, which is still possible, but uh, m- most likely not through our marketplace. So, one thing that is hesitation I, I see with a lot of sellers um, is that, like, where are they going to put that chunk of change? It like where else are they going to put it? Which is a very interesting question because uncertainty around the market where where will they invest it they they may not even have a real game plan around what they're actually going to do with the money and that can be you know sort of daunting uh in, in that sense but you know if you if you're looking at other opportunities and you're getting you know good quality financial advice or you know even even if you just sit sit for 12 months uh in cash or whatnot like you know you can put something together in the meantime um so I just wanted to sort of share reasons why people sell, sometimes why people are hesitant as well to to potentially sell.
0: Yeah, some some good uh, good tips there. So for awesome. everyone listening to this, you want to get in touch, empireflippers.com slash Zach, or just contact me, and I'll put you in touch with uh, the team closest to you geographically or, you know, Kristen. So definitely help another- that out. <laughs> Coming to a close. Talk to you guys soon. Yeah.